Hey everyone, this is your host Caleb Green and you have turned right on records where we review the latest in heavy metal and rock music, singles, EPs, and albums. Today we are taking a look at Sleep Token's Take Me Back to Eden. If you don't remember this band, they were advertised as ghosts, but heavier all over Facebook. I saw it on Twitter and YouTube, and I remember seeing videos of it. They've already released two records before this one. I have been interested because recently they released The Summoning, and I guess I'm kind of using that term lightly because it was released around January-ish, early January this year. It was a decent track. I liked it. Uh, I even liked Chokehold. I thought that was a pretty good track, too. Pretty much their singles were all all right except for D-Y-W-T-Y-L-M, which is short for Do You Wish That You Love Me. That was the only single that I did not like at all. It was pretty quick, surprisingly. I don't know why the pacing was super fast on that one, but the other ones felt like I was kind of going through this like sludge in a good way. Like It felt like it was weighing me down emotionally. But that one, I just didn't feel it. But this band has caught the mainstream's attention and with comparisons to Ghost, which I think is absolutely ridiculous, especially after listening to their music, I decided to give them a try. So let's get into it. So starting off with the positives, I think there's very strong songs on this album that I think stand on their own. The title track, Take Me Back to Eden, The Apparition, let's see, Euclid, The Summoning, Ascensionism, they're all really interesting, and I think that's what you're mainly going to get out of this record, is that it's all very interesting. Even the concept of the band is interesting. Um, switching genres the way they do, mixing and matching, you'll have pop melodies, you'll have you know, keyboard and then piano and synths, but the guitars kind of take a backseat on this. It's very odd to label this as metal, but I guess in some ways it is. There are elements in there, but there's really elements of a lot of genres in here, even like partly hip hop with a lot of like really good grooves and a lot of pop melodies, like I said before, and even acoustic guitar. I... Again, I thought this was interesting, and I think the changes mid-music to almost be a completely different song is super cool. I think that's great. I've been waiting for a band to do this for a while. The execution works on the majority of the album, but then you have some songs that, like Do You Wish That You Love Me, it is one genre all the way through, and it's not very committed to the rest of the record. However, the flow works. <laughs> the flow works at the beginning. And like I said, you stick with it. It sounds great, but, well, I'm kind of getting to the negatives here. So let's just go over. So the negatives are the transitions are very jarring by the end of it, except for a handful of songs. And again, the title track stands amongst 
the best of this album. It is very odd. I can't really put my finger on it. I haven't really heard a lot of stuff that transitions like this over and over and over again. I would just say listen to Bohemian Rhapsody 12 times and you're going to get the gist of this record. That's pretty much the entirety of it. That's my biggest gripe. It has nothing to do with the genres that they're mixing with. If anything, that is what I've been waiting for. Bands like Jinx have been doing that really good with a lot of modern music mixed in with their new metal style. But here, it starts to kind of sludge. You start feeling like you're kind of in a mosh by the end of it. And it's just, yeah, like... I listened to this, I had, quick story, I had a trip this morning for about, uh, it was about a two or three hour trip, I had to take care of something out of town, I listened to it all the way there, and halfway through the record, I got there, and then I listened to it halfway again to see, like, maybe the monotony would, like, break up if I listened to the songs individually, that didn't work, and then I listened to it one more time, all the way back to my house, and... It just did not flow the way I thought it was going to flow. It was very slow and very sludgy. And I get that, you know, that's the point that some of this stuff is supposed to be down and depressing and sad. And it's supposed to be moody and ambient. But it's not really my cup of tea. I'm not really getting anything out of this. And honestly, it's probably a really good gateway album just like tool was back in the day i can see this band maybe in a like 10 20 more years i can just hear you know my kids being like oh yeah like that's that's the band that you know made me listen to metallica or whatever i think this is a new wave of gateway albums and gateway bands it's uh, it just wasn't very good and a lot of the stuff being reverbed and like very low, like the singer does this thing, like, do you wish that you love me? Like, eh, it's just, I'm not really into it. I don't, I don't know what it is. It, some of it doesn't, some of the vocals actually don't match up with the other vocals on the other tracks. It, it's really odd. Like sometimes it's super low and it'll stay that way for two or three songs. And then it almost sounds like they've tweaked like the mixing of the vocals that it sounds higher like he's singing the same note he's singing in the same range but his vocals sound higher than what they are and again like i said the guitars take a back seat on this which again is very odd that this is listed as a metal album where the majority of most metal music the guitar is front and center it's one of the main pieces if not the main piece for a lot of newer bands and i can live with the genres that are being mixed I listen to a lot of stuff, hip-hop, rap, country, pop, anything, like really, uh, techno, all of it. But it it seems like the band was really grasping at straws to go, oh, well, it worked on this song, let's do it on this song. And, you know, if we can make this big of a transition again, maybe it'll, maybe it'll like pick up just like the other ones did but it just doesn't and by the end of it i i almost fell asleep on the road honestly that's how bored i was of this record but the last two tracks are pretty solid and 
yeah, that's really all I got to say about it. Yeah, this is a 3 out of 10, man. I'm sorry if you're a fan of this. I mean, I'm pretty sure you really enjoy this. I think the songs by themselves are great. Like I said, the title track, the summoning, Chokehold is a great opener. Uh, I really love that song, but for three songs to be really great on one album filled with 12 tracks that's over an hour long, it just doesn't cut it for me. And I don't think it should really cut it for anyone who's paying full price for this. And I know that sounds stupid because majority of people, if they do buy it, it's going to be on CD. You might have some people collecting on vinyl. But I think this should have been split. I think this should have been like a split record. That maybe not even a full LP, maybe even two EPs and maybe then package it together later. But yeah, it it's not my bag, and I really hate saying that because I don't like seeing new bands just not succeed. But I'm hoping whatever they got going on next, they uh, they really nail it on the head because this was not it. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We have a Facebook page and a Twitter that we post on pretty regularly, so... We'll see you there if you want to discuss anything or if there's any music coming up that you want us to listen to and check out, please let us know. We're all ears. Anyways, this is your host, Caleb Green, and I will see you right on records.